0: Welcome back to a new episode of For the Love of Weather podcast, where we discuss all things weather and how they can impact our daily lives. We really hope, like always, that you leave this episode loving the weather just that little bit more. My name is Gemma.
1: Hello, and my name is Ashling. Super excited to be here again. Gemma, we've managed to do another podcast. Whoop, whoop. I know. It just take, take quite some organising, doesn't it? We're always very glad when we actually get to do another one. And we've managed to drag in another guest to join us on our podcast. So we are talking about surfing. And actually, it's probably quite an appropriate time to be talking about surfing from my point of view, because the water is warmer at this time of year than it is earlier in the year. So it's probably quite nice for, for, for surfers. But I am here today, and Gemma's here today, with Rose Wylots, who lives in France on the French coast of Bordeaux. Is the you say it's very probably... accent. That part of it. <laughs> like, that's that's about it. that's about as much as I got. And you've been <laughs> surfing for about seven years, but you nowhere near started surfing near where you're living right now. So, hello, tell us everything.
2: <laughs> so I started surfing, as you said, about seven years ago. I started in Scotland, where I was studying.
1: Oh, cold, so,
2: colder worse than here. I spent a few years there, and then um, because I was studying languages. I got the chance to live abroad. So I actually lived in Martinique for a year, which is um, a French island in the Caribbean.
1: Didn't wow. know that.
2: Wow. Yeah. So that was so great. Jealous. So I, I learned a lot more there. And then I did that for a year. And then after, after my degree, I came straight away to Bordeaux. Wow.
1: wow. So when, when, so did you like, there was that, so first of all, how on earth did you end up in the ocean in Scotland? And like, when was that little bug where you were like, oh, this is what I'm going to do now. That's happening again and again and again.
2: Um, I don't know when the moment was exactly. Um, I actually signed up for the surf, um, the surf committee, on my first year because the trip sounded really good. It was a trip to Morocco every year, so that's what made me actually sign up more than the actual surfing side of thing. Um, and then I took a few lessons, and I and I just loved it. And I loved being in the water. I loved being active, and it was a really good way to start the day before class, going for a nice swim, a nice surf in the ocean, and then starting class at nine um so it just kind of happened like that really
0: are you an early morning surfer or do you prefer evening surfs
2: so I'm not an early morning person at all but if you surf you're required to get up early because that's often when the best conditions are okay yeah especially in France so um the wind is better in the morning which means that the best the best time to go surfing is usually in the morning
0: like what times if I was going to go surfing what time should I be heading out?
2: I mean there's loads of things to take in because there's the tides as well so you have to look at tide but if you're just going if you want the best wind you want to go for like seven or eight in the morning
1: okay I in wonder if that's to do with like the land heating up as the day goes on and it interrupts that breeze you know pushes the the breeze out back to sea is, is that yeah. what it is
2: in France um so we surf a lot so we surf always in the morning especially in summer because as you come to midday we get what's called the breeze thermique here I don't know how you say that in um in English but it's when I think it's when the hot air meets the cool air and so the you get a really strong wind
1: yeah so that's
0: so interesting interesting.
1: to be an early morning person (laughs) I have known that about sea breezes and obviously get this like convergence and then it gets pushed back out again but I never associated with surfing yeah yeah that's incredible I always thought surfing was just about like you know, uh, how, you know how where the wind is coming from, and you know how much swell there is, and if it's choppy, or we you know the more technical words for yeah. water. No yeah. way. That that's I. Jamal, we've learned something new it's brilliant I know
0: when I said to you I want to do a podcast on surfing it's because I was like this is Uh, I've been surfing once once and I came away and I couldn't lift my arms because it was so painful (laughs) because we went surfing during it was quite stormy and quite windy and to go out to do the board and then I literally couldn't lift my arms above about I don't know about shoulder height it was too much but I need to go to France and I need to surf in the morning. Yeah. I On day, that's what I need to do.
1: <laughs> I also, I've had surfing, given surfing a go a few times with my pals over the years, you know, but I just, like, the only thing I was, only position I've ever able to be in is, like, flat on my belly. I cannot even, I couldn't even get my knees up, like, I, you know, it's like, <laughs> ah, like. just
2: that counts, body yeah. surfing.
1: Yeah, it's like ice skating for me. I'm like, this is, <laughs> this is, number one, not a good look for me, but number two, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's really tough the first couple really? of years is really is really hard and there's a few times when you're like maybe I'll just give up and yeah. let it go but um you gotta gotta persist really if you love the sensation of being on a surfboard once once you have that sensation you get addicted I suppose and you you just continue but it's, oh. it's really hard at the beginning yeah.
1: and what what's the uh what's like for you personally I'm guessing so surf, like surfing's obviously so personal like all of these sports but like what are the best weather conditions for you for surfing
2: so there's loads, I mean, there's so many factors to take into account. So you've got, obviously it's nice when it's sunny, but that's not everything. Um, the wind is really important. So the wind, you want it to be in the right direction. So there's two different like, directions in surfing. We call it offshore and onshore. Mm-hmm. And ideally you want it to be offshore because if it's onshore, then the waves are a bit more mushy and a bit more choppy. Right. Nice. But you want to be offshore when not too strong either, because if it's really strong, when you paddle for the wave, it can hold back the surfboard and stop you doing the takeoff, which is the part where you take the
1: wave. Oh, wow. So I guess if it's coming off the land, then it's rising the wave as it's breaking so giving you more height is that, is that what you mean? It's not
2: really the height that It's it's the shape of the way that it changes. Oh, okay. Okay. So as the wave comes into the shore if you have got the the um the offshore breeze, it will make it a bit more steep and a bit more hollow. Right. So it gives you a bit more speed and it's a bit fun funner
1: to set. That's where I went wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Because I always just assumed that the stronger the wind, the better the surfing would be. I never too, yeah. ever took into account the fact of whether the wind was onshore, or offshore, just never yeah. thought of until I started researching for the podcast and I was like, oh, I'm yeah. completely wrong on this.
2: <laughs> there are so many factors to take into account. It's always a nightmare reading the forecast to know when to go surfing, because you've got the wind, then you've got also like this, the swell height, yeah. the swell length, so what, what's called the period. Um, mm-hmm. So that's the number of seconds between each wave. So ideally, like you have a, you have a wind swell and you have a ground swell a wind swell is when the period is less than 10 seconds okay. and then you've got a ground swell which is like between 10 and 20 and the ground swell tends to be better for surfing because it because the waves are coming further away and there's a longer distance between the waves it means they're more powerful when they come to the shore
0: yeah. okay
2: and they're usually more um like it's more organized whereas a wind a wind swell will be more choppy and more mushy and a bit like not very in line and just not very fun so,
1: to say. Yeah. The, just the ground swell and the wind swell, I guess the, the period of that, if they don't marry up, makes it even more choppy. So one is 10 seconds and one is 20 seconds. Like, mm. you know, does the maths of that work as in like that if it was seven seconds but 10 seconds, then you get loads of chop. Does that make sense?
2: Like you can have several swells coming in and if there are several swells which are different period, um, I mean, Gosh. it's going to be a bit mushy, a bit more a bit messy, so it's not gonna be the greatest conditions. I mean, the best condition is really to have one swell, which is around, for me, like 11 or 12 seconds. 12 seconds for me is ideal. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say like I'm an intermediate, whereas more advanced surfers might say like more of a 14 second period or a 15 second period. But that also depends on the spots. There are spots that will make better waves with longer period. For example, in France, I mean, the sandbanks here can hold up to about 12 seconds. Whereas if you go to um, spots in Morocco, for example, they tend to work better on more like 15 second period.
1: Right. Do you kind of just get to know that as you go somewhere or do you find that information? some like, is there surfing sites that you can kind of recce? Yeah,
2: there are loads of different surfing sites you can use. The most known is one, one is Magic
1: Seaweed. You've heard of it. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. I love, I love the that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that.
2: nice.
0: We've yeah. used it for forecasting to look at
1: um, yeah. the dates and stuff. Yeah.
2: Oh, for the wind charts, it's good. Imagine.
1: Yeah, yeah, just visually, they're really pretty. Yeah, <laughs>
2: it's true. And they give you the number of stars oh, and I conditions.
1: Yeah, and obviously, they give you information as well, but just visually, when you're open, it's like, this is a bad <laughs> site for people's doing. It looks pretty. But then, Magic Seaweed, which
0: other sites would you go for to get your information for your weather information or your surfing information before you head it out?
2: Um, I would look at um, and yeah, for okay. the wind, the wind direction and the wind strength. And then um, I look at a lot of surf forecast.
1: Right, yeah, um, yeah.
2: Which is really good because it gives you the energy of the wave as well.
1: Wow. And what, oh, wow. So what What? What numbers are, the, like, what does that look like?
2: So right now on the coast, it's a bit flat. So it's at 10. Okay. And I find the best conditions for me are probably about 400, 500. And it can oh. go up, like, a, a, a massive storm will be 1,100 or it can be wow. more
1: so you've got the ground swell yeah. the wind swell yeah the energy yeah the onshore breeze and the offshore breeze and that's before you've even left your house <laughs> <That's> <laughs> incredible. So think <laughs> and then there's the temperature and sunscreen <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> and there's also the tides which yeah, the tide, which make yeah. a big difference
1: So if the tide was out just for example where you are I appreciate every site is unique if the tide was out where you are would those numbers be different to you like the the you said you your best the best period was 11 seconds about for you or 12 seconds Mm. are those numbers different where you you know if your tide's in or out have you got a big tidal range there? Um,
2: It doesn't necessarily affect the numbers but what it affects is the uh the surf spot itself, so there are some surf spots which work better at high tide and there are others which work better at low tide. Right. Um, so depending on what time you go, what kind of tide it's gonna, the sea's gonna be at, then you choose your spot differently. Mm.
1: Do you, when you get into the water every day, are you like, do you see and feel something different? Like, so for me, when I look at the weather, even though the days might be similar, they're totally not. Like, yeah. is that the same with water? Definitely
2: in France, it changes it all the time, because, I mean, you've got so many different factors, and because in France, the coast, I mean, it's all sand, so it's constantly moving, which, no. you never have the same wave, really, I mean, it's really, yeah. maybe for a couple of days in a row, but not for a long time,
1: yeah.
2: whereas in different, different areas, like Morocco, where it's more kind of reef breaks, um, so it's always a certain shape,
1: wow. so that's often... I mean,
2: you know what the way is going to do. Whereas in France, like it's often tricky to see what the way is going to do. It will
1: never be the same one. I will not be surfing in France. I'm just thinking how long would it take me to eat paddle out, then try and kneel up. I wouldn't be able to respond quick enough. I'll stick to walking. <laughs> I'll stick
0: to sitting on the beach and watching everyone surfing in admiration because... No,
1: I do though. I'm the same as well. Like, oh, you know, I, it's not lost on me how hilarious it might be to watch me try and get on a surfboard on the time that I have where I'm sure the instructor was just like oh, good job
0: <laughs> where's the best place to go surfing because I've seen those massive waves that you get off the coast of like Portugal so it's yeah. huge waves where they everyone goes it was really big last year I think it was yeah videos of like these epic waves and people are surfing I'm just thinking how on earth have you done that so oh,
1: my dear.
0: it's it's amazing <laughs> it's amazing yeah. Are there places in the world that are like known to be best places to go surfing?
2: Depends on your level, really. Okay. Um, if you're looking to begin, I mean, I would say anywhere, anywhere's good as long as there's constant waves. Um, Cause when you're bit learning, you just want the the white water. So you don't want to go past the white water anyway. You don't care about the shape of the wave. You just want the the power from the whitewash. I'm intermediate and I love, I love Morocco. Um, and I also love the the Caribbean and the Maldives. And then the more advanced people might say, um, Indonesia, where you have consistent swell and- um,
1: What's the, what's, why, why the Caribbean and why the Maldives? Just talk us through those different spots for you. So you've mentioned Morocco and you were saying yeah. they're reef and so the wave is a different shape, a bit more predictable. What Tell us about the other yeah. spots that you like.
2: So in Martinique,
1: um, when
2: I was there for a year, I loved, I, I was pretty much a beginner when I was there um and the beach was really nice for it because you had waves every day you could surf literally every day the water was warm as well and the waves weren't too um they weren't too powerful so it wasn't too scary yeah (laughs) um so that was really nice and then on in the caribbean as well you've got so many i mean the islands are so cut out that you've got so many different spots you can test so you've got spots for everyone really so you have like the beginner's area and then when you start to learn more you can go to different areas around there around the island and the Maldives I loved because the waves were really consistent as well and there are less people in Indonesia and the the bottom of the of the the sea like there's the reef isn't living so it doesn't I mean there's no danger you're not going to fall and cut yourself whereas Indonesia Mm. if you fall and there's not much water you can really hurt yourself
1: wow
0: Okay. Those are areas that I would have never thought of going surfing. Oh. If I was thinking oh, I'm going to go on a surfing holiday, I'd never have thought of like the Maldives or the Caribbean at all.
1: Yeah. Which actually just once brings me back to Scotland. What's it like to surf in Scotland? God. <laughs> you can't feel anything.
2: It, it's really great because it means also that there's way less people in the water, which is nice because mm-hmm. it's a problem in France especially. You have so many surfers now, it, it's quite tough. Um, so in Scotland that's a really good point although you are covered in neoprene from head to toe you've got the hood you've got the boots you've got the gloves so you can't really move that well but the waves uh the waves are pretty consistent where I was and then you've got the north coast as well which is really good for surfing so um no I've really enjoyed Scotland it's a good place to learn as well I think
1: yes as well the the people that learn there because of the the type conditions it must be like a lovely community because you really have to rally to be like right we're going in the morning you
2: no it's so much better because here if you if you go to the beach with a few people and you've all got surfboards the surfers will, will kind of be eyeing up each other like there's not there's not a good vibe here in france it's quite competitive um if someone sees you going to a secret spot they'll be like how do you know this spot whereas in Scotland it's the opposite I'll see you come to a secret spot and they'll be like yeah come in that's great <laughs> do you know this other secret spot I'll take you there afterwards oh. there's a really good vibe in Scotland for
1: that yeah oh that's really lovely I don't know why I'd be learning in Scotland but oh, I would. I would consider I would like to do it a bit more I'd actually Well, I love the water anyway, but it would be Mm. nice to be slightly more skilled in in surfing. But I feel already I've just learned so much about what I need to look at to even start. (laughs) Yeah, so
0: much more to think about. It's complicated, yeah. If we were, so we're obviously based in the UK. If we were going to go for a a holiday and we were going to go surfing, like I know that the north coast of Devon is known for good spots to be surfing. But if I was looking for somewhere maybe that wasn't so popular, What would be another good spot to go to if I was going to go surfing in the UK? Hmm.
2: I mean, Cornwall is the best place in the UK, undoubtedly. And Mm -hmm. because, I mean, you've got so so much different coastline, you could probably, if you walked a while, you could probably find a spot um, which is less busy. The thing is with surfing, like as soon as you have a parking in front of the spot, you know it's going to be busy because people, they don't really want to walk either. Whereas if you just take the circle and then you walk for half an hour, around the coast you could probably
0: yeah
2: you could probably find a spot where there are less people um
0: it's fine I mean I love Cornwall and Devon so I'm more than happy to go down there to do some surfing so I'm, I'm off it's fine
1: <laughs> um tell us a little bit about the surfboard and like how you the weight of it how you measure it for yourselves how has that changed for you and I'm dying to know about the different gear that you get to you get to actually use surf and so start with the surfboard
2: um so surfboard uh it depends on what what you want to do with your surf really i mean between my partner and i who is also he he is a diehard surfer i think he has about 10 surfboards in the garage um which he finds necessary i have five which i find more reasonable but anyway <laughs> um it depends on what the conditions are you you adapt your board to the conditions really so if it's if you've got small waves you want a board with more volume um so like a, a bigger board which would be easier to catch waves on so like the beginner boards you get the big foamy they've got a lot of volume um which means it's easier to catch waves wow. and then as you progress you want to ideally get less and less volume so that it's easier to turn your board when you start doing little tricks or you start doing turns because if you've got so much volume you'll be able to turn
1: it very easily yeah so that's like um i guess then you you're, you're maneuvering the board rather than waiting for the water to maneuver you
2: yeah yeah definitely
1: you must have great core strength yeah no pilates for you needed
2: yeah (laughs) i still do a bit i still do a bit of Pilates in yoga (laughs) you have to (laughs) but um yeah it's definitely you who's moving the board i mean
1: what about making sure then that like you actually so i mean you know obviously it sounds fantastic but you're you do need to look after yourself so like there's a safety element to it like yeah. what are your what are your what are your protocols for like somebody knowing where you're going or you know you're wearing the right clothes and food? Do you bring a phone with you? Like what what? Tell us your routine.
2: A routine for a, a day surfing.
1: So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Especially if it was somewhere new.
2: Um, you've got to know your level and not be too ambitious and know the conditions that you're going into the right conditions. If you're starting out, you obviously want to be in an area where it's busier so that you can call someone if you need help taking on the beach i mean a, a, a big supply of water i always underestimate how much water i drink when i go surfing that's
1: nice a very
2: good point sun cream obviously and also it's important when you start surfing to take lessons to learn the basics um how to surf when there are a lot of people in the water because that can be quite dangerous when you often hear things on the coast here about um People are getting the fin in the in their leg or taking it in the head, Um, so that can be quite dangerous for the people. So the good thing, yeah, that when you start surfing, you learn about all the different rules, how to respect people's priority in the water, Mm. um, and that kind of thing.
1: Great tips. And do you surf with a phone? Do you take a phone with you? No, you don't. don't have Have you ever been surfing anywhere very remote?
2: Yeah, I was surfing somewhere remote about two months ago and there was actually a guy who managed to cut his, split his head open. It was horrible. He called me over for help and I, I couldn't explain where I was when we were because I didn't know where we were. So I had to run to another surfer who was about 100 meters down the beach to ask if he could call the ambulance with me and explain where we were. It was pretty horrific. Wow. So
1: yeah,
2: have it could be
1: quite dangerous. Have you ever had anybody in trouble on the water?
2: Apart from that guy, no. No. In, in France the beaches tend to be surveyed, um, but what ha- tends to happen here in France is that we get quite strong um, rip currents as well, oh,
1: Okay. Um,
2: which a lot of tourists don't realise, so you have um, what we call the, the bain, it's where the tide comes out, so people don't, it oh, drags yeah. out, yeah basically there's a current that would take people out to the sea, and a lot of people don't realise that, so if you don't realise... Um, for example, swimmers can get caught in this riptide and be taken out to sea, and then their first instinct is to paddle back into the beach, yeah.
1: except that
2: if you paddle back into the beach, you just you, you can't go against the current it's not possible you get too tired, so people can end up drowning, whereas you just yeah. need to go um, in the direction of the beach um, to get out the current and then go back into the shore
0: well, it's, uh, it's all those things that people just don't if they don't know about it, they can, just can get caught but also, so quickly, can- unawares
1: I guess remembering it as well, you know, like the fight or flight. You know, if you know it, can you implement it? You know, if it actually happens to you as well. Yeah. Do you, you know, ever get to the? Thing. I'm
0: I'm sure you do, but like, do you get to the beach and you look at the conditions and you think that weather is not how I thought it would be today. I'm I'm Definitely. not going to go in the water. I'm just going to leave it today. Definitely.
2: Yeah, that happens quite quite a few times. We're really lucky here because we've got a webcam. Which we can look at before leaving. Amazing. Uh, see whether the conditions are, are good or not. So that's really helpful because especially, I mean, I'm in Bordeaux and where I serve, it's about an hour drive.
1: Mm-hmm. So sometimes
2: it's a bit annoying when you do the hour drive, you get there and then you realise, oh right, the conditions aren't that great. So I'm just gonna sit on the beach and make the most of my time and then go home. But and that definitely happens, yeah.
0: Webcam's such a good idea. That's it
2: is a great
1: idea. It's so good. <laughs>
2: Definitely saves a lot of time.
1: I think. I'm like, Can have you? Yeah. Have you had? Do you have a wish list of where you'd like to surf next? You know, I mean, I'm guessing lockdown. Did you get to surf in lockdown?
2: Uh, I was in Martinique at the end of last year, um, just in between the two the two lockdowns. And then we were during the strict lockdown, we couldn't go surfing because we had to be within a ten-kilometer radius. But then the second lockdown, I think we were able to surf because they the government said that you could access the beaches but only if it's a plage dynamique so like basically you can go to the beach if you're exercising or doing some sport
0: okay do you find surfing really helps out like, your mental health and like your well-being and do you just do, do, when you're on the wave do you just feel so calm and relaxed and you just your time so for me it's walking yeah. like that's my headspace time to go out and just yeah. walk is surfing that for you definitely i mean i think you'll speak to most surfers and
2: they'll say kind of it's like a like a form of meditation because you just think about looking out to the ocean, trying to find your next wave. I mean, you're not thinking about anything else you have to be super concentrated as well. So it's great for that. I think it really helped during the, uh, the lockdown. Yeah.
0: Cause you're so small as well in the grand scheme of the ocean that you're yeah. surfing on as well. So that really puts things into context as well. I'm sure.
2: I really like it also when, when the waves are quite big and you kind of get thrown around a little And it. I just know it just kind of brings you back. I mean, it, you take like a step back and it gives yeah. you that perspective on, on on life as a whole
1: yeah oh, it sounds great. I, really
2: enjoy that.
0: I really want to go surfing now I yeah. <laughs> really do I don't live anywhere near the coast but I'm like let's go <laughs> go to Cornwall
1: yeah <laughs> what would your tips be for yeah new surfers for new surfers
2: I'd say definitely take some lessons at the beginning some people skip the lessons and then they get into bad habits, which are hard to kick later on down the line. And it's also great, as I said before, for learning like the basic safety rules. Um, so I'd say definitely take a lesson, learn the
1: basics, and have fun. Yeah. And what bad habits might that be?
2: Bad habits can be um, on your takeoff using your knee instead of jumping to your feet.
1: I know. <laughs> so it's like that, what I would do. <laughs> that literally happens to me sometimes
2: still. <laughs> which is a a really hard habit to kick as well because once you take the reflex I mean it's hard to reprogram that um yeah yeah so it's definitely good at the beginning to really get the basics down and and sort out all the all the movements really
1: Mm. god it's so complicated Gemma I know I I I had no idea that it involved so yeah
0: more like there's so much involved it's it's fascinating I was already interested and now I'm interested even more I'm just like I'm gonna go and do so so much more research on this it's so interesting
1: it really makes me actually like gives me even more appreciation for Mm. people who like you see I mean if you're on YouTube and you see like a huge like somebody riding a huge wave it's like man that's actually power and strength and the uh, in the the moment decision yeah the control that you must have to make that you're,
0: you're in that situation you're controlling the board so yeah. the control that you have that's yeah oh I'm looking at things in such a different totally way different now way. Yeah. <laughs> closely different oh gosh that was fascinating oh my gosh <laughs> so
1: let us get to know you even a little bit better Rose if that's okay yeah, of course okay so Gemma has concocted um a set of questions called get to know me round. Okay. Um, which we try and keep short, but often we ask lots of questions and it ends up being long. But we're going to try and try and keep it short. So, Gemma, take it away. Okay. So these are really just random
0: questions. So okay. the first one that we always ask everyone is, "What's your favourite season?"
1: Summer, definitely. Why? Why is that? Why is that summer? I love the. I love being in a warm
2: climate.
0: Mm.
2: I, I don't know. I just I just like getting up early as well with the sun sometimes going to the beach having a long day where the sun sunsets at 10 p.m i love it
0: do you find that the surf spots are more popular in the summer does that impact it or do you yeah. just go to one of your secret oh, yeah. spots
2: you get a lot of tourists here in the summer mm. um Bordeaux is a really touristy area so we get a lot of um germans coming over a lot of dutch as well quite a bit of english as well um so it does get really busy in the summer but then I mean here you, you can walk half an hour down the beach and you can try and find a spot by yourself so you mm. can still you can still get spots where there are about five people and that's really great just got to avoid the avoid the spots with a, a car park right next
1: to it
0: <laughs> that's yeah, such that, a good tip yeah. I'm gonna so <laughs> take that into account when I go if I ever go surfing I'm like make sure that I go somewhere where there isn't a car park so
1: I'll be <laughs> I'll be going for the car park <laughs> although they're you like, see a
0: lot of people now with fat
2: bikes i don't know that you've seen have you seen those before no so they're bikes with really thick tires and you can put your you've got oh like yeah. a surfboard mount that you can put on the side and they drive along the beach i
0: have
1: seen oh, wow. them yeah yeah I they're great. great idea i've only seen them recently actually are they relatively new phenomena well i've only come across I think them recently great. so yeah.
2: I think it must it's be like three them. or four years since we started seeing the yeah. beach here something like that yeah
1: We'll get one
0: of those when we go surfing, Ash. So we're going to need a along board. with our our um, surfboards.
1: <laughs> Tea or coffee? Coffee. What coffee? That was a hard one, though. What coffee? Black white. or is there an a nice or something in France? I can't pronounce it. I like get the translation. I think is the word hazelnut or something. Noisettes. 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 Yeah. That one.
2: <laughs> I'm i uh, I'm a. I'm just a black coffee. I think. Oh, that's yeah just keeping it simple
0: very french <laughs> no yes or no yes oh yes do you a go- ca- caveat on that
1: oh yeah
2: <laughs> oh i do that was a hard one i do i do enjoy snow but not for too long
0: do you do you go skiing and snowboarding
2: i have tried snowboarding once and i really hurt my bum by falling oh. consistently oh. for 48 hours so I, ca- I i don't do that anymore <laughs>
0: It's really hard.
2: Do you you ski
0: or or snowboard? I've never skied. I I want to try. I went dry skiing once and at the start, my skis crossed, fell over, ripped my trousers to pieces. Oh no, (laughs) I haven't done anything since. So I would like to, I'd like to go skiing, but I've never done it yet.
1: Yeah, it does look tough. Yeah, really tough. Any sport (laughs) like that is so physical. Like, Mm. God, like surfing is just, I mean, if I was to try and attempt to do even a beginner's lesson now for half an hour, I probably couldn't walk for a week. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm right there with you, Ash. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> Jammy Dodgers or Jaffa Cakes?
2: Jammy Dodgers, definitely. Easy one, that one. Good yeah. yeah.
0: If you were a fruit or vegetable, what would you be?
2: <laughs> oh, I want to say blueberry a bit. I don't know why, I just love blueberries. Um, so I'd like to think that I'd be a blueberry.
0: Shout <laughs> Blueberries are the best. They, they are gorgeous. They're great they're so as well. Here, are
2: Sorry. they? So I, I often bring them back from the UK, which <laughs> doesn't make much sense.
1: So. <laughs> wow. But hey, Well, that's the world it is right now, isn't it? <laughs> when you want them, you've got to find
0: a way of getting them, haven't you? So yeah, yeah. I don't blame you at all. <laughs> if you could invite one person to dinner, it can be anybody at all. Who would it be from any
1: time frame in, in you know in history?
2: Oh wow, um, I've never thought about this question. Can it be a can it be a made up person?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: I actually have no idea on that. I wanted to say Dumbledore, but I love Harry Potter. That's why. That's,
1: <laughs> that's a, a great, great answer. answer. That's, yeah, a, great that's shout. a great answer.
2: I'd love to chat uh, to Dumbledore a bit. I'd
0: love to as well. And a bit of magic. Think of the face that he would conjure as well. I think it's like, a great answer. That welcome feast that they have at Hogwarts when they start—there's so much food. It would be the most epic dinner party great. ever. <laughs> <laughs> have you got a hidden talent?
2: Yes,
1: but I don't want to say what it is. Uh... That's fair enough. <laughs> I <laughs> know. want to know. I'm really good it at flaring
2: my nostrils, but I'm not going to demonstrate for you. <laughs> <laughs> um...
1: That is one of the best hidden talents we've ever heard. <laughs> That's one. Like go on, it. do it. Do it. Do it. Oh, I didn't know I can. <laughs> the pressure is on. <laughs> That's oh, fantastic.
2: <laughs> That's about it.
1: <laughs>
2: Audit and talents.
1: That is fantastic, a little bit.
0: Sunrise or sunset? Sunset.
1: Why? Ah, oh, Since the early morning yeah. surfer, why would sunset yeah. be your favourite? Because even though I'm a morning
2: surfer, I'm more nocturnal than I am. A morning mm. person and I really like a, a a sunset session as well where you've got the sun setting behind you you're mm. in the sea we we often well in summer we try to surf off after work as well which is so nice just to decompress from the day and then watch the sunset I, I love that and then go out for dinner afterwards it's great
1: oh god I want to move in with you <laughs> <laughs> That sounds fabulous
2: it's brilliant yeah
0: if you could go anywhere in the world to surf where would you go
2: I see the Maldives but I've already been there but I loved it um you can go back probably i'll go back to the maldives i would i would i would live in the maldives it's amazing
0: it looks beautiful it's really nice amazing fingers for toes or toes for fingers
2: (laughs) fingers for toes oh that wouldn't be very nice but i think it's better than the. yeah uh,
1: that's the common answer then you'd have like four opposable thumbs which is pretty awesome you could do so much you could Mm. you could and
0: our final question is, something that you wish everybody knew about surfing?
2: I would like everyone to know how hard it is, because I don't think people tend to realise the amount of work that goes into mastering the sport. I mean, like the people you see surfing big waves, like in Portugal, there's people like 15 years, 16 years, and it's all they do day in and day out and all the sacrifices they have made to do that. And I also think that people tend to, um, people tend to think that surfers can be quite lazy people with like a bad attitude but they're actually really sporty people who get up early Mm -hmm. who are trying juggling as well like different aspects of their life with it so a bit more respect for the surfing community maybe.
1: (laughs) I love that that's that's really good points I think I know what you mean about this idea about a surfer but actually you have to be so dedicated to get up and also just to like maintain your board keep your wetsuit clean Mm -hmm. like that all requires actually quite a bit of work to make sure. Everything's f- yeah. ready for you to go in the morning
2: yeah definitely and I mean you make a lot of sacrifices on the weekend because if you see mm. that there are good conditions it's hard to say to organize things with other people because you don't want to let them down last minute but then you also don't want to miss good conditions because good conditions mm. are quite rare it's quite complicated to juggle that one of that around
0: I think you've shared that really well though on this podcast yeah, like, really good like you've provided so much information you've been really educated or me and ash and everyone listening yeah. on how much is actually involved in surfing preparing for surfing and i'm so well i'm sure ash is as well but we're super inspired now and i
1: yeah completely and also i need to go and look up all these new elements of weather oh my god i'm really <laughs> glad i never had to do a proper surf forecast i'd have been picked out as a total phony i, just, <laughs> I don't think i'd have been able to able to actually properly work one together which brings us on to our weather wisdom so we like to leave with just um just thought something new that we could learn so i thought considering the topic rose you might explain about fetch and what fetch is
2: so it's the uninterrupted distance that air travels before hitting land
1: okay so is that like important for example i guess if you're in a southwesterly and it's cornwall so there's no land to the southwest of the wave. Mm. Can travel quite far before. Well, it's definitely you know, something you...
2: that we would take into account when looking at the forecast.
1: Mm-hmm. So I guess it goes into all of your formula of onshore, offshore. Let me see if I can remember now. The, <laughs> the oh, the wind period, Wave swell, Wave swell, ground, the ground swell period,
2: ground swell and wind swell. yeah oh, there
1: you go. Yeah, the ground swell, wind swell, onshore, offshore. I'm almost the other one. Tide times. Yes and wasn't
0: there wave energy as well oh and wave yes. energy god the
1: six th- we have learned <laughs> a lot tonight. i so much i'm super <laughs> chuffed with myself rose thank you so much for joining us this thank evening you. i genuinely have learned so much you've yeah just been so informing i just had no idea and definitely mega respect for people but i must say i always have done because even if it's just means washing out a wetsuit i know how hard that can be like to keep it clean and like that alone is like that is not a lazy person that's somebody who is dedicated dedicated to the cause and then you've got to wax your surfboard by the way I guess that's a a topic for another day Um, thank you so much for listening to us we really hope that you've enjoyed the podcast thank you for staying with us till the end If you've
0: enjoyed our chat today I mean why wouldn't you it's been absolutely fascinating then you can get more from us on social media you can find us on Instagram and TikTok we are for the love of weather on both of those on Twitter we are the number four love of weather as always we would love it if you would subscribe rate and review if you would share the podcast with anyone that loves weather surfing thinking about surfing needs a bit of inspiration because this podcast has been super inspiring today
1: and also if you've got anything else that you'd like to talk about drop us a line let us know Mm -hmm. and we'll try and come up with a podcast event and yeah yeah, try and all learn a little bit more exactly so
0: you can come on to instagram drop us a dm on instagram as always we just really hope that you leave this episode loving the weather but also surfing just that little
1: bit more absolutely the best best thing i definitely do
0: I do as well thank you so much once again Rose
1: yeah thank you Rose thanks for joining us today and thanks everybody for listening bye-bye bye